welcome back. Today we'll be talking about the one thing that I did in my life that really transformed my day and what helped me to respond during the day instead of react with my children. And that's what we'll be talking about. Welcome back to Emotionally Healthy Legacy. My name is Elizabeth. I am a mom of three boys and with another baby on the way this coming summer in 2021. And I am very passionate about educating moms and encouraging them and empowering them to learn how to manage their own challenging emotions so then they can set a great example for their children and then help their kids with their big feelings to learn to process them and to regulate them in a helpful way. Today's episode, I want to tell you one thing that I started doing about a year ago that I have noticed that completely changes my day. If I do this in the mornings, my day typically goes a much more smoother and I feel much better mentally and emotionally. And if I don't do it, I feel like my day is kind of chaotic. And that is getting up before my kids. I'm sure you've heard of this before from other people and the benefits of getting up early, but I can tell you for me, I have to be very intentional what I do with that time. And for me personally, I need a solid hour to myself in the mornings before my kids get up. And during that time, I have a specific list of things that I do that refill my cup, that um, give me mental and emotional energy, that ground me and help me stay more calm during the day. So let's go through my morning routine. This is something I do. Maybe you can take something for yourself and maybe this can be helpful for you. Maybe you could take one or two things. Um, everybody is different, but I just noticed that for me, this is what I need in the mornings to make sure my day feels much, much better. So the first thing is obviously I get up, I wash my face, I brush my teeth. If I wash my face with cold water, it helps me wake up. And before I say that, I put my alarm in our hallway um, bar in the bathroom. So we have our sink is like in the hallway and then the toilet and the bathtub is separate um, and so I put my phone on charge in the hallway in the bathroom sink so when the alarm goes off it actually forces me to get out of bed I'll be honest since I got pregnant things haven't been as consistent as I want to uh, many times I'll <laughs> turn off the alarm and go back crawling to bed with my husband um, but he has to get up between five and six in the morning himself. So typically, oh, I still get up um, before my kids either way. But getting up and washing my face with cold water is really helpful and brushing my teeth. Then when I go downstairs and make some coffee, if my husband and I get up around the same time, I typically 
put his lunch together and get him out the door. If not, if he still is sleeping and I choose to get up earlier before that, which sometimes is between 4.30 and 5 a.m. That's like the ideal time I want to get up. Then I don't feel rushed in my morning at all. But even when he leaves for work and I have a solid hour to myself, I make myself coffee. And then when I come to my desk, I have a gratitude journal that I keep. Um, and every day I just write the date on it and then I write, uh, today I am grateful for and I try to come up with five things that I am grateful for. And some days it's repetitive things, other days it's just random things. Like, I'm grateful for warmer weather. I'm grateful that we have heat in our house in Minnesota winters. I'm grateful for my cozy bed. I am grateful for my supportive family. I am grateful that I get along with my parents. I'm grateful that my husband and I get along and I look forward for him coming home from work. I'm grateful for the cuddles that my boys give me. Like anything that I can think of that I'm grateful. I don't know. Sometimes it's like, I'm grateful we have filtered water. I'm grateful I have a washing machine. Anything I can come up with that I am thankful and grateful in my life because what you focus on expands. And I want to start out my day with gratitude and things that I am grateful for and not a negative vibe. So the next thing I pull out is my journal. And some days I skip this, but most days I will still journal. Um, and in my journal, I write down thoughts or feelings from a previous day. Sometimes if I have something very intense going on, I will journal uh, late, like late in the evening before bedtime, but typically I journal in the mornings and I will write what's on my mind, what I am feeling, if I have anxiety over something, if I am overwhelmed, if there has been a misunderstanding between my husband and I and I need to kind of figure out what I think and feel about it. There are many times where there's a situation and I honestly like don't even know. Okay, I feel. I know I feel resentful. I know I feel bitter, or I know I feel angry, but I honestly don't even know why. Or I felt triggered by this situation. But to help me figure out why I felt that way, journaling has been extremely helpful. Because somehow, as I journal, I don't know how to explain it. I'm sure there's people that have. Um, they have done studies on this, but as I journal, these like feelings and thoughts come up and I am able to let them go from my mind, from my brain and put them on paper and it helps me to let go of those feelings and almost kind of like write them down and out of my head. Like sometimes I, if I have a certain situation that is out of my control, I will literally write down a sentence this is out of my control. This person's reaction is out of my control. This person's reaction is out of my control to help me release the, the fact that I'm trying to have control over that situation and that it gives me anxiety. I will write it down on paper to help my brain release it. And so then it's not like swirling in my head. 
And then like anything, even memories, something funny that happened with our kids or something that we did um, that was exciting, kind of anything that um, just um, highlights of our life. Because I, once in a while, I will go back and reread my journals. And for me, it helps me see my growth. It helps me where I've come from. It helps me see who I used to be and who I am now. And I love growing internally and becoming a better version of myself. And journaling has been a huge part of that for me. The next thing that I do, so the gratitude list takes about like five minutes. The journaling sometimes takes 10 minutes. The next thing that I do is devotional and read my Bible. I do New, Mor New Morning Mercies uh, by Paul David Tripp. And it just has like the, you know, March, right now is March 2nd. So March 2nd, and then it has like a page for you to read. And then like also a scripture on the bottom that you can look up in your Bible. Typically, that's what I do for my morning devotion. Sometimes there's something extra that I want to look up to, and I will do that. Sometimes there's a verse that stands out, and I will write it out, and I will meditate on it. But that takes about another 10-15 minutes. The next thing I do, for me, I have um, The Power of a Praying Wife and A Power of Praying Parent, uh, two books that I follow. And both of those are by Stormy Omeriton. I don't know if that's how you say her last name. But those are the books that I follow. And it's like a prayer thing for 31 days a month. You have a specific topic that you pray about. Um, and I read those prayers out loud about my husband and about my children. And if there's something also specific that I need to pray about or that comes to mind, I also pray at this time. That's about like 40 45 minutes in for my morning if my kids are still not awake which sometimes they do wake up and I have an alarm that goes off at my phone at seven o'clock because that's when my time is up and that's when I turn into mom mode and I start getting my kids ready for school but Typically, they're still sleeping, and if not, and then they come downstairs and they wake up early, I greet them, I give them a hug, I say, it's so nice to see you, do you have a good night? And I'll tell them, this is still mommy's time. Do you want to go back to your bed and lay in your bed, or do you want to go lay on my bed? Those are usually the two options I give them, and they will many times choose to lay on my bed, and they will go to my room and lay on my bed and wait for the timer to go off um, because they typically be, get up between 6.30 and 7. And the next thing that I do is I lay down on the floor against a wall so my feet go up on the wall in a comfortable position and I do deep breathing. Sometimes I turn on like nature sounds or calming noise or music, but typically it's just quiet and I take about five minutes to do just deep breaths. The ones that I talk about a lot in my podcast. And why I do that is because even though I'm not frustrated and overwhelmed and irritated or annoyed or angry in the moment, 
but that is something I do on a regular basis to um, train myself and train my body and train my nervous system to know what it needs to do when it does feel those challenging emotions. Because when we take deep breaths, it calms our nervous system down, it grounds us, it helps our body feel safe and helps us shift from our emotional part of the brain to our thinking part of the brain. And if we practice it outside of the moment, then our brain will remember, oh, that's what I need to do in the moment when I am so overwhelmed and frustrated. And it will become more automatic versus like trying to remember to do it. Because in the moment, trying to remember to do deep breathing is really hard because that is a logical problem-solving skill we need to have. And if we're in our emotional part of the brain, we can't access that skill. So that's why I practice deep breathing outside of the morning moment early in the mornings when I lay on the ground with my feet up the wall and the blood flow um, comes more to my brain. And for me, that has been game changing. Like it just really, really helps me like relax my whole body and calm my nervous system down. After about a few minutes of deep breathing, I will do mindfulness and that's doing like the five senses. I will keep my eyes closed and I will take deep breaths. I'm like, okay, what do I smell? Sometimes it's nothing. Um, sometimes if I have essential oils diffusing, I'll smell the essential oils or the coffee. Uh, what do I touch? What, what do I feel? Like sometimes it's my robe. Sometimes it's the carpet underneath. What do I hear? Typically, it's the cars um, driving outside. Sometimes it's my children. <laughs> Sometimes it's the calming music I have playing on my phone. What do I taste? Usually, it's either some of my breakfast or um, more than that, it's my coffee. And then what do I see? Um, since I'm laying on the floor, I see the ceiling or my feet. So what that does, it helps me uh, be more present in the moment and as I'm focusing on my breaths and I feel my stomach expand and relax. That helps me be more present in the moment because anxiety and overwhelming feelings, they come from worrying too much about like outside of the moment when we're like things that are about gonna happen or could happen but being present in the moment mindfulness really helps us come down to the reality of what's going on right now and being present and that is also another thing that calms your nervous system down and helps your body feel safe the next thing that i do usually for just a couple minutes um is visualization and for me, I visualize a safe place. So for me, that is laying on the beach where it's... If you ever Googled photos of Bora Bora, that's what it is for me. Photos of the peaceful water and sunshine and just calmness and serenity and peacefulness. I imagine, I literally close my eyes, I imagine myself being there as I take deep breaths and 
I breathe in peacefulness and I breathe out and I tell myself, breathe in peace, breathe out tension or stress or overwhelm. And I picture myself laying on a white hammock under the shade um, of palm trees and this beautiful white sand and this a beautiful almost like see-through water and then it turns light blue dark blue and like turquoise blue and it's just gorgeous and I hear the birds chippering I hear a little bit of the waves and the wind and like I literally picture myself being that and I bet you if you try this for a few minutes and you truly picture yourself being there as you're taking deep breaths it does absolute wonders like calming your brain down calming that frustration irritation like i created this safe place that i can go to whenever i feel like it if i'm ever overwhelmed and stressed out i can go to that safe place that is a place that there's nobody yelling there's nobody screaming there's nobody crying it's just me and nature and it's just gorgeous and beautiful that's the other thing that I do in the mornings as I'm deep breathing the third thing that I do at times if there's enough time if my kids are not awake is positive affirmations and saying positive things to myself like I am a good mom I am worthy of growing a business i am setting a great example for my kids and regulating emotions i am a great wife i show up in the best version of myself taking time for myself is not selfish it's the best way i can show up for my family so i have certain phrases that i repeat to myself on a regular basis because again what you focus on expands if i focus on these positive things that is what expands in my mind and i want to repeat these positive affirmations to myself because then i start believing them and that like that's another thing that i do in the mornings i don't always get to it but if i still have time i'll do to it usually my kids get up by then but if not i'll do some stretching and i'll read a book for a little bit what all this does so i need a solid hour for me personally i need a solid hour for that in the mornings and i know that when the baby comes for a season i probably will not be able to do these things at least for several months because it's just survival mode at that stage and just like adjusting to a new a new child in your family but I know that for me, when I do this, my whole day, I feel like I am like ahead of the day. I feel like when I, I feel grounded and that I'm not chaotic, I'm not as overwhelmed. And then if I hear my kids fighting upstairs when they get up, like I can be like, okay, okay. I need to go help them. They need my help. I'm not freaking out. I tell you, it just completely changes my day. I don't know what it is. It, maybe it's all the things that I do to calm my nervous system down. Maybe it's time for myself that it's alone time and refilling my cup. But it completely transforms how my day goes.
and I am more calm and peaceful and I feel like my days are a lot more intentional and all the things that are important to me to refill my own cup, I already did it before my kids got up. There are days I do skip my morning routine and every time I do that, I regret it every, every single time. I already, if I skip my morning and I get up with my kids, I'm like, oh darn it. I already feel so much, I feel chaotic. I feel behind on my day. I don't feel grounded. I feel frustrated, annoyed, and irritated by my kids. Like the first thing I hear is their noise if it's fighting and screaming. I already feel overwhelmed and stressed. I feel behind on my day. I tend to be short with my kids. I'm not able to handle my emotions well at all and definitely much harder to handle their emotions. I feel unproductive. Even though like the rest of the day I can try to catch up and do things, I feel like that peacefulness and what grounds me, if that part is missing, it just, my whole day just feels screwed up. It just does. How I started up getting early. I did a course that I bought last winter by Ali Casaza. She talks a lot about simplifying your life and being intentional and like being purposeful in your life. And she talked about getting up early. Her course was called Unburdened and she still has that course and she opens it up a couple times a year. But that's the course that I did and in that course, I was really motivated to get up early. She mentioned the book in there, The Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod. And I listened to that book on audio. And that was so transformative. And he talked about people who are productive and people who get up early, how that changes their day and how they feel mentally and emotionally much better during the day. And I started doing that. A year ago and that has completely transformed the way my day goes what I do is um, what helps me get up early in the morning is making a list of things the night before like what is my motivation to get up if you don't have your reason why you're getting up it's gonna be extremely hard and difficult to get up early in the morning especially if you are a night owl um, also, I had to make a list of benefits. Like when when I get up early, how do I feel and how that changes my day? In the beginning, when I first started, I had accountability partner. I had a friend who does get up early in the mornings. And for a couple weeks, I asked her to keep me accountable because I needed that in order to stick with it. What helps is having my husband get up early. That is really helpful because then we're kind of both up around the same time. Having the phone in a different part of the house where I can hear it, but it also forces me to get out of bed is another thing that is helpful. And then washing my face with cold water like really wakes me up. That's another super helpful tip. If I go to bed late, it's going to be extremely hard for me to get up early in the morning. So for me personally, my kids are in bed typically at 8 p.m. In the wintertime, it's easier because it's dark outside. 
in the summertime, like 9 p.m., they're in bed at the latest unless, like, we're out somewhere and we are at somebody's house and, you know, the routine gets a little bit screwed up. Screwed up. But typically, if we are at home, my kids are in bed around 8 o'clock. My night routine starts at 9 p.m. So that's when I wash up. I or take a shower. I wash my face, brush my teeth. I will. I notice that for me, if I read a book before I go to bed, it helps me sleep better through the night. I wake up less. Um, I take my magnesium at night, my vitamins. And most nights I go to bed by 10 p.m. Like at 10, the lights are off. I am like, I'm ready to sleep. Sometimes even a little bit earlier. I put my phone away usually at 9.30. I, you know, I plug it in into the wall um, in the hallway because let's be real. If we take our phone next to us in bed, it is so hard not to scroll through social media and like, mindlessly look at all these videos that don't serve you in any way in the long term and they just waste your time and honestly I sleep worse when my phone is next to me and if I stay up scrolling through my phone if I put my phone away for at least half an hour to an hour before I go to sleep and I actually read a book and do some stretching for me, that really helps me sleep better at night. So I feel like you have to have like your intentions. Like, why are you doing that? You have to get intentional the night before and go to sleep at a reasonable hour, depending on what time you want to get up. I don't know what time your kids get up. I need to get up at the latest at like 545 so I can get my husband out the door and then I can have about an hour, 45 minutes to an hour for my morning routine for myself. I don't know what time you need to get up, but I personally need around seven to eight hours of sleep. So for me, I do have to go to bed before 10 p.m. I know it's not easy to retrain yourself, but our brains, they are um, neuroplastic or there's called neuroplasticity where your brains can your brain can change and it can adjust and it might take some time to adjust but i chose that for me getting up early in the morning is worth it how my day goes and how i respond to my kids and how i feel emotionally and mentally it really changes my day and that's why for me i will wake up early and force myself to start my day before my kids because every time I don't, like, I am sorry about it. I'm actually irritated and upset with myself every time I don't get up before my kids because it just really screws with my day. It really, really does. Let me know if you get up early in the mornings. I would love to hear feedback from you if this is something that you do and what is your morning routine like. Or if not, how do your mornings go? Are they overwhelming? Are they chaotic? Are they stressful or are they not? Even if you do get up with your kids, I feel like everybody kind of has their own rhythm and routine. They kind of fall back on and that's just what they do. But I want to have my life be a little bit more intentional and I want to start out my day by grounding myself and getting still and present I hope you found something helpful in today's podcast. 
if you are interested into learning how to handle your challenging emotions and how to regulate them in the moment because I feel like a lot of us were taught that we need to respond instead of react but most of us were not taught how to do it. I do have a five day mini course email course that you can sign up for if you go to emotionallyhealthylegacy.com on that front homepage, you will be able to go to that mini course and enter your email and you'll be able to sign up for that course and it's a five-day training it takes about 10 minutes a day no more than that and you will learn skills that you can do to help your body stay calm practical things that you can do in the moment so you don't end up yelling or screaming at your kids and losing it and you're more peaceful and grounded If what you have learned today has been helpful for you, if there's something that you think might help someone else, I would love for you to pass on this episode to one of your other mama friends and maybe they can also learn something useful from this. I will see you next time.